Corrupt Obama judge gags the president. Police state, <laughs> kind of related, but not. And hairy armpits. Ew. Welcome to the Jay Sheldon Show. Happy Tuesday. It is Tuesday. We made it to the second day of the week. Hope the rest of your day is going well. And uh, we got a lot to talk about. A lot. This Joe show is jammed tonight. Hey, don't forget our live chat. It is open. Anything you want to say, you want to promote something, uh, you promote your own channel if you want, stick it in there in the live chat. However, in order to do that, you got to sign up for a Rumble account. Easy to do, absolutely free. Just put in your email, you're done. Click, click, confirm, done. And then you can follow the show, hit that follow button over there. And also, of course, you can take part, make comments, take part in the live chat. We love to hear from you, whatever it might be. All right, so we got all that and more coming up. However, we do also want to tell you right off the top, just take a minute to tell you about one of our great sponsors, which is NordVPN, folks. I talk about these stories all the time, where if you don't have a VPN and if you don't protect your privacy, you are in some serious trouble. In this digital age, you just cannot avoid it. Online privacy, security, paramount, more important than ever, ever before. You hear the stories all the time. NordVPN. Look, I know there's a lot of VPNs out there, a lot of podcasts promote them. I have checked this one out. This is the one I use, and it, I truly recommend it as the one you use. You can browse the web securely, privately. You don't have to worry about all your hackers and snoopers. Even your own ISP, the people you pay to provide your internet service, they're stealing your data, selling it off to marketers and who knows who else. Protect your online privacy with the best VPN, NordVPN. Military-grade encryption service. Your data stays safe. It stays confidential. And you can also browse the web. All those sites you may get blocked from, not anymore. And check this out, my favorite part. With a single NordVPN account, you can connect up to six devices. Your laptop, your desktop, your handphone, your partner's handphone, your kids, whatever. Six devices on a single NordVPN account. And if you're not tech savvy, do not worry about it. Put the software in, you click one button, boom, you're protected. It's just that easy. You do not have to be a tech guru in order to figure it out. It's simple. One button and you're done. And if you use this link, which is in our show notes, you'll find the notes down there below, you will get this amazing deal. 24-7 customer support, always available. Check it out, 65% off the two-year plan, and you get three months free. Sign up, NordVPN, do it today. Protect your online activity. Do not let these people track what you are doing. All right, well, my goodness, what a day. Chutkan, the corrupt judge, just cannot hide her hatred of Donald Trump. If there was ever a reason somebody ought to be recused 
from a case. This is it. She constantly interrupts, points, raises her voice, makes snarky comments, which is all just intended to get a laugh from her fans. She's got a lot of her own snarky comments to be worried about violating the First Amendment rights of a legitimate, in fact, the leading Republican presidential candidate. And it just keeps going. Real Clear Investigations has done a great article, which is why I linked it in our show notes tonight. The judge who will hear Trump's case is the pot calling the defendant incendiary. Yeah, this crooked judge is. At first appearance, criminal case against Trump for his alleged attempt to overturn the 2020 elections. Judge Chutkin repeatedly warned the former president's lawyers that politics would not be tolerated in her courtroom. Quote, the fact that Trump is running a political campaign has yet to yield to the orderly administration of justice. She said that during the August 11th hearing. If that means he can't say exactly what he wants to say about witnesses in this case, that's how it has to be. She even warns Trump about his inflammatory language. However, she has routinely issued politically charged rulings, made incendiary statements of her own. I mean, if there was ever a case, like I said, for somebody to get thrown off of a case, this is it. Thousands of pages of hearing transcripts have been reviewed. They show Chutkin's repeatedly expressed strong, settled opinions about the issues at the heart of the U.S. versus Donald Trump, which is the current case she's presiding over. She asserted that the 2020 elections were beyond reproach. Yeah, this is this moron judge. The January 6th protests, she says, were orchestrated by Trump. These are her opinions, publicly stated. The former president, she says, is guilty of crimes. So much for our justice system. We already knew it was screwed, and there you go. Judges make comments from the bench. Look, no doubt about it, judges make comments. But the way she has commented and the things she said talk about impartiality. Unbelievable. Read the rest of this article. It's fascinating. And it's amazing exactly how crooked this woman is. Unbelievable. Should scare the pants off of you. Hey, remember we talked about Laura Loomer, her new uh, Loomer Unleashed show coming up here on uh, Rumble? Well, there's a couple of warnings, and Laura posted one of them on her ex account, Islamic Terror Alert. Sadly, these are in the U.S., and this one has to do with Chicago. Watch it, Chicago. Watch it, Illinois. Hamas now in their chats have been talking about 
Chicago, where there is a large Hamas terror cell. Lone wolves may be preparing to attack in Chicago. Also happens to be where the Nation of Islam is located. NOI, Nation of Islam, has very deep ties to Iran, obviously, as well as Hamas, Muslim Brotherhood, affiliated groups all throughout the country. They do a lot of their recruitment out of prisons, which means a lot of the converts in Chicago are extremely violent felons already before they converted. Often more extreme than non-converts, especially in cities with terror-tied mosques. Many of the mosques in Chicago apparently have members who are on the U.S. terror watch list. And to add to this tinderbox, Chicago also happens to have a very large Jewish population. Things do not mix. News broke today, Iran's official international broadcasting radio network posted on X, posted on X, the victory of God is near. Statement comes with a, uh, as Iran's foreign minister warned of a preemptive action, also threatened a huge earthquake in Israel if they continue to attack the Gaza Strip. He says, I know about the scenarios that Hezbollah will put in place. Any step the resistance will take will cause a huge earthquake in the Zionist entity. I want to warn the war criminals and those who support this entity before it's too late to stop the crimes against civilians in Gaza because it might be too late in a few hours and posted that video which should sadly scare the hell out of you believable now the report I'll tell you what we'll get to that in a minute before we do California you're next up you think Chicago's got a problem California you <laughs> You likely got a bigger problem because it's already happening. Khalid Yagobi has been arrested for murder after plowing his car into pedestrians. The FBI responded to that scene. California man arrested on suspicion of murder after police say he may have driven his car intentionally into a crowd on Long Beach. 46 years old Khalid Yagobi taken into custody in connection with the crash. Romilia Aguilar, 60, from Long Beach, was killed in that accident. Six other people injured. Word is, a Chevy Bolt ran a red light, struck pedestrians, and then hit vehicles in the opposite lane. 
During the preliminary investigation, officers discovered evidence leading them to believe the collision possibly was intentional. No indication at this time it was an act of terror or associated with the current violence in the Middle East, but the investigation is ongoing. He's been jailed on $2 million bail. I'm surprised they didn't just let him out in a good recognizance bail. Anyway, I have also seen stories, cannot confirm them, but I'll pass it on, that the police have been told to play down the angle that this may be terror-related. Come on. Seriously? Expect we're going to believe this? California, you're next on the list. Doesn't stop. It's not going to stop until somebody stops it. Again, from Laura Loomer, a Muslim terrorist intentionally carried out Ah, here it is. This is the same guy. On his Facebook page, other Islamists were commenting on his page, thanking him for his act of terror last night in Long Beach. Zero media coverage. And the FBI has given, here it is, the FBI has given the LAPD, uh, LBPD, Long Beach Police Department, a gag order not to tell the public that this man is an Islamic terrorist who carried out his attack to support Hamas's call to jihad. I really don't think I ought to be giving this idiot, beast, creature, any publicity, but if you want to know, that's what the asshole looks like. And the FBI told the Long Beach PD, yeah, play it down, keep it quiet, don't, don't make a lot of noise about the whole Islamic thing, we don't want a lot of trouble. Are you freaking kidding me? Are you freaking kidding me? You heard the news today, Biden's going to Israel? What? Oh, my God. This brain-dead fart who cannot get out of his own way, can't put a sentence together, can't function after barely 12 noon. Can you imagine being the lead advance for security when this idiot decides he has to go to Israel? Now, look, in addition to that mess which you know, you know this is going to be a freaking nightmare with this idiot. It gets worse. The Biden regime issues a ready-to-deploy order for 2,000 troops in response to the Israel-Hamas war. 2,000 boots on the ground. There are currently two two American aircraft carriers headed there with what, about 10,000 soldiers apiece? Or between the two of them? That's 1,200 plus troops on the ground in the conflict zone. 
One American is killed. And it's on. And it shouldn't be. Not our fight. You know that's going to, you know that's going to happen. And this idiot sends another 2,000 troops in the not-so-distant future. Fox News reported yesterday, U.S. Department of Defense Lloyd Austin put roughly 2,000 troops on standby to be ready to deploy. Fox confirmed these should be ready to deploy to the Middle Eastern, uh, Eastern Mediterranean within 24 hours of receiving an order. Deployment preparations also come after the U.S. State Department announced Sunday the number of Americans killed in the recent Hamas terror attack has increased to 30. And certainly that number will continue to rise. One of these soldiers we're sending over there gets killed. And like I said, we're done. We are done. Here's the story, by the way. I'll put the link in the show notes for you to take a look at it. Announces his trip to Israel Wednesday, tomorrow. Blinken announced, Secretary of State Blinken, after a marathon meeting with Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and the Israeli War Cabinet at the IDF's Kira military headquarters in Tel Aviv, Followed with a statement, Biden will also visit neighboring Jordan after he visits Israel. Stay the hell out, pal. You've got no business. A, you're not capable of handling yourself. Eating breakfast, let alone going over there and causing crap. There's a video of the announcement if you want to watch it. It's in the link in our show notes. Thousand to twelve thousand five hundred over troops. Biden on the way to Israel, like you don't know what's coming. My audience is smart enough. You can figure it out. You know exactly what they're planning. You know exactly what is going on. By the way, a slave for pay. Yep. This news out of uh, Hamas, Palestinian Authority. They are paying the families of 1,500 dead Hamas terrorists $2,789,430 USD this month. Congratulations. Guess who's footing the bill? The EU and Norway. Slave for pay. You Hamas terrorist that gets killed. You got your share of almost 3 million USD. Isn't that nice? Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> you know what's going to happen, don't you? 
They're just, they're not even hiding it. Just slapping it right in your face. Canada, our neighbors to the north. Another country that just doesn't freaking get it. Canadian, remember we did the story last night about Starbucks Union supporting these moron beasts, these creatures? Well, here we go again. Canada's Public Employee Union not just supports, but is celebrating the Hamas terrorist attack in Israel. The president of COUPE, C-U-P-E, Ontario posted a rather graphic image with a rallying cry for pro-Palestinian activists. There's the fat. Now, Canadian Union of Public Employees, COOP, roused the fury of Canadians taking a radical political stance Local 3906, representing 3,000 taxpayer-funded employees in the Hamilton area in Canada, since deleted their post on X, which they did on Saturday, Palestine is rising. Long live the resistance. There you go. There's the post. And then some ridiculous, kind of funny quote about love. Oh yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of love over there. They're just spreading the love out in uh, fifty caliber rounds. I like what Tim Talk had to say. It's there on the screen. F U cube. Exactly. These people just don't get it. They would kill you faster than. Starbucks, which we just mentioned because of their idiot union supporting Hamas. Well, you know what? I said we might have to uh, Bud Light Starbucks. I might have spoken too soon. Look, I'm big enough of a guy to admit I might have spoken too soon because, as I said last night, this is the union of employees who are supporting these creatures, these beasts. Starbucks, not so much. They are threatening to sue the workers' union after it voiced support for the Hamas terrorist attacks. I'm going to hold off on this idea of Bud Lighting Starbucks. Look, I didn't use Starbucks anyway. I wouldn't drink that brown water crap if you paid me. If it were free, I wouldn't drink it. But... If you're into it, I guess knock yourself out. You should try blackout coffee first. I'll tell you about that coming up in a minute. However, they are threatening to take legal action against the workers' union, which represents about 9,000 employees. Following the massacre of 1,300 Israelis, Starbucks Workers United uh, wrote Tuesday, Solidarity with Palestine and uh, Free Palestine. The union support of Hamas attacks prompted Republican Senator Rick Scott to call for a boycott of Starbucks. Well, he says, this is disgusting. Yes, it is. Every American condemned the atrocities that Iran-backed Hamas terrorists committed in Israel. 
Uh, boycott Starbucks until its leadership strongly denounces and takes action against this horrific support of terrorism. Well, they released a statement, Starbucks, corporate, the day after condemning the acts of terror and distancing itself from the workers' union, saying Starbucks wants to again express our deepest sympathy for those who have been killed, wounded, displaced, and impacted following the heedless and unacceptable acts of terror, escalating violence, and hate against the innocent in Israel and Gaza this week. Way to take a middle-of-the-road stance on things, Starbucks, but it's something. So let's give them a break, see how this plays out. Remember, it's the idiots in the union from Starbucks not the corporation. So, while I cannot recommend you ever drink that brown water chemical crap coffee, which is just barely coffee, okay, if you're addicted, then knock yourself out, have fun. But, I am going to offer you an alternative, of course. And that's one of our sponsors, Blackout Coffee. Blackout Coffee is an American company. They are awake, but they are not woke. You get some coffee with some values. This company, including their Dan Bongino blend, as a matter of fact, this company believes in American values, in hard work, personal responsibility, respect, family. Traditional American values is what Blackout Coffee is all about. And... They make the most amazing cup of coffee. Folks, I drink more coffee than probably anybody I know. Got some right here, Blackout Coffee. It is amazing, and you will get these beans fresh roasted because they have a small batch process. They work with local co-ops, American farmers. This is truly an American company through and through. You will be helping to support, and you will be getting an amazing cup of coffee. Their beans are roasted in what's called a small batch process. That means... Within 24 to 48 hours after you order, they roast your beans and then ship them out. Boom, right away. So another few days for delivery and you've got a bag of beans in your house that have been roasted, what, within less than a week? That crap you buy in the store or over the counter at you know where? Mm-mm. You don't know when those beans are roasted. You don't know. You know with Blackout Coffee and you know you're helping to support this great American company. Blackout Coffee, use the link in our show notes to get yourself 20% off. Or when you check out, just put in the promo code. We got one for you. It's J20, J-A-Y-20. We'll get you 20% off your first order at Blackout Coffee. And believe me, just go over and buy a single bag of coffee beans. All you got to do, just buy one bag. Not expensive. Get it delivered to your door fresh roasted. Try it. You'll be back for more, I promise you. I know I was. I live on this stuff now. Blackout Coffee. Use promo code J20 at checkout for 20% off your first order. Thank you, Blackout Coffee, for helping to sponsor the show, being a part of what we are all about over here. Wow. All right. What else we got? We got so much stuff going on tonight. I cannot believe this. Hey, don't forget, please, by the way, if you're just popping by for the first time, if you've signed up for a Rumble account, which is free, there's a follow button right over there, right? Over there you go, right there. Just click that. Click the follow button. Helps out the show a lot. We really do appreciate that. All right, what else we got? Oh, yeah, police state. We're living in one. Did I tell you? 
Oh, man. Yeah, we are sadly living in a police state. And if you want to know more about it, there's a movie coming out. Dinesh D'Souza, who did 2000 Mules, which was a brilliant, brilliant film about the obviously rigged 2020 election. Um, the answer to whether or not we are in a police state or fast-tracking ourselves to becoming one would seem to obviously be yes. Many of the features of a police state, widespread surveillance of you and me, censorship, suppression of speech, ideological indoctrination in schools, in the media, it is all happening, targeting political dissents, dissidents. Does this sound familiar? Political prisoners? How many have been in the gulag in Washington from January 6th? For how many years now? It's disgusting. Unbelievable. Well, there is a film out which is produced by Dinesh D'Souza and Dan Bongino, as a matter of fact, which is remarkable. And it's opening, I believe, October, yeah, October 30th. You can purchase tickets. If I'm not mistaken, it's policestatemovie.net. Now, it's not .com, it's .net. But uh, check it out. There is a link in our show notes, which includes this trailer for the, the film. film. Chief Division Counsel and DOJ have approved a no-knock breach. We want the subject to be on display, doing the walk of shame, full visual impact. Any questions? Are we becoming a police state? Government told American citizens they couldn't go to church on Sunday. For the first time in my life, I'm saying to myself, am I going to get a knock at the door? FBI warrant, come to the door now! The Patriot Act and FISA were used against Donald Trump. These individuals have commissioned the biggest propaganda play in U.S. history. They don't go after the people that rigged the election. They go after the people that want to find out what the hell happened. We don't need to have a crime. What we need is a person to look at, and then we go find out what crime you did. FBI! Our focus is shifting. Our main priority as a bureau is going to be domestic terrorism. It really paints anybody who's right of center. If you're a pro-life, pro-family Catholic, they define you as radical. These are anti-government. We have freedom of religion and freedom of speech. Violent extremists, and they must be dealt with. We can do anything we want. You must see this film. You can watch it online, by the way. There is a virtual theater that you can purchase tickets. And uh, in, in addition to actually purchasing a ticket and going to the theater. So, uh, yeah, that it looks... It looks amazing, but it also looks scary as hell. Dinesh D'Souza, man, hat tip to you. He's done it again with this amazing, amazing film. All right. Incredible. Hey, you know the Dove company they make soap and shampoo and all that body cleaning crap i don't know what else they make but i know that it's at least soap 
Dove has launched a new campaign, which, you know, you think about Dove, the Dove of Peace, and Dove soft and caring and caresses your skin. If I'm not mistaken, that used to be one of their slogans. Well, not so much anymore. There is a new ad campaign in New York City's subways which promotes... I should warn you before I put this picture up here. It's disgusting. This new ad campaign from Dove promotes hairy women's armpits. Not kidding. Not just hairy women's armpits, overweight to the point of virtually being obese women's hairy armpits. And the tagline, does hair make you stare? The pits of New York. Where on God's earth did some idiot in the marketing department manage to come up with some stupid-ass campaign like this? Have you lost your mind? If you were just looking for attention, thousand percent. You win. This is disgusting. Skin skincare product brand Dove launched a campaign called the Pits of New York aimed at normalizing hairy armpits. Ogilvy. David New York and Ogilvy UK. Morons. Their poster campaign features pictures of women showing off their underarms, unshaven, with the flagship image being some morbidly obese beast with hairy armpits. The posters all include a factoid claiming six in ten of us admit to judging other women's armpits. Let's change that. Free the pits with Dove. I'm not going to talk about this anymore because it's freaking disgusting. Dove, you missed. Swing and a miss. Sorry. Unbelievable. <laughs> Do you collect things? I do. I am a particular collector. I am a big fan of Japan, old school Japan. Uh, I've never been. I've always wanted to go. I don't know if in my life, as old as I am now, I'll ever make it. But um, one of the dream places I want to visit is Japan, old school Japan, which really doesn't much exist anymore. I couldn't give a fig if I ever see Tokyo. But Kyoto, all the surrounding little village around, I know Kyoto's a big city too, but uh, that's the Japan. If I could get in a time machine and head back 100 years or so, I'd probably get killed and beheaded from a samurai sword, but uh, Katana would get me. But anyway, having said that, um, 
I love Japan. I love the the old culture of Japan. And as such, I have become a collector over the years of memorabilia, old, some incredibly old, four or five hundred year old Japanese uh, handwritten poetry books and uh, all kinds of kimonos and obis and uh, memorabilia. I have a full uh, Japanese tea set. I do a Japanese tea ceremony. I was actually taught by a master when I lived in Connecticut up in uh, in Boston. So anyway, I love Japan to death. And I collect all kinds of cool stuff from Japan. You, however, I'm sure probably collect whatever, movie memorabilia, toys, old school things, coffee mugs, whatever. Do you want to collect any Jay Sheldon Show coffee mug? We have those too. Merchandise down there. If you collect Star Wars stuff, you might want to check through your closet and see what you got. A Star Wars X-Wing fighter model? It would, now, to be fair, it's not a toy. It was used in the movie, in the film. They actually, it was a model from the film. It just sold for $3 million. A miniature red leader. The estate sale of the late Hollywood model maker Greg Stein. And there it is. 3.1 million bucks at the estate sale of Hollywood visual effects artist, the late Jean, uh, Greg Jean. Heritage Auctions said in a press statement, 3.1 million bucks for that. Now, to be fair, like I said, this actually was used in the film as a miniature model. Screen match depicted leading the Red, uh, Rebel Alliance assault on the Death Star. Built by Industrial Light and Magic. Got the Academy Award for Best Visual Effects for the film. And uh, wow, he made a whole bunch of these kind of models. But this one in particular, this X-Wing, 3.1 million bucks. You know what though? I started out by saying save your toys. I'm not wrong. Some of those things, they go for big bucks. Maybe not 3.1 million, but big bucks. Really big bucks. All right. <laughs> it's only Tuesday, huh? Just getting started. Thanks for spending your morning with me. I appreciate that. All right, we're going to move on to our book, Reading Lord of the Flies. We read books on this show. We love to encourage you to read, get your kids to read, read to your kids, whatever it might be. Worst case, look, as I know, this book reading thing is not for my whole audience. Some of you just come along for the headlines and the commentary and then tune out after the book part starts, which is fine. I appreciate that. No worries at all. Just hit the follow button before you go. And uh, by the way, over on our Locals channel, that's the big red join over there, you can hit that and get some exclusive content we have for supporters over there on Locals. All right, anyway, so we read books. We've got all kinds of great children's literature. Then we moved to George Orwell, and now we have moved into Lord of the Flies, which is a fascinating book. Love reading this thing, and it's just getting interestinger and interestinger. We're about halfway through Chapter 6, which is about halfway through the book. So let's continue with Lord of the Flies from William Golding, published in 1954. Then, as though they had but one terrified mind between them, they scrambled away over the rock. 
legs and fled. Ralph was dreaming. He'd fallen asleep after what seemed hours of tossing and turning noisily among the dry leaves. Even the sounds of nightmare from the other shelters no longer reached him. He was back to where he came from, feeding the ponies with sugar over the garden wall. And then someone was shaking his arm, telling him that it was time for tea. Ralph, wake up. The leaves were roaring like the sea. Ralph, wake up. Uh, what's the matter? We saw the beast. Plain. Who are you? The twins? We saw the beast. Quiet, Piggy. The leaves were roaring still. Piggy bumped into him and a twin grabbed him as he made for the oblong of pulling stars. You can't go out. It's horrible. Piggy, where are the spears? I, I can hear the quiet then. Lay still. They lay there listening, at first with doubt, but then with terror. To the description, the twins breathed at them between bouts of extreme silence. Soon the darkness was full of claws, full of the awful, unknown, and menace. An interminable dawn faded the stars out, and at last light, sad and gray, filtered into the shelter. They began to stir, though still the world outside the shelter was impossibly dangerous. The maze of the darkness sorted into near and far, and the high point of the sky, the cloudlets were warmed with color. A single seabird flapped upward with a hoarse cry that was echoed presently, and something squawked in the forest. Now streaks of clouds near the horizon began to glow rosily, and the feathery tops of the palms were green. Ralph knelt in the entrance of the shelter and peered cautiously around him. Sam and Eric, call them to assembly quietly. Go on. The twins, holding tremendously to each other, dared the few yards to the next shelter and spread the dreadful news. Ralph stood up and walked for the sake of dignity through his back prickling to the platform. Piggy and Simon followed him and the other boys came sneaking after. Ralph took the conch from where it lay on the polished seat and held it to his lips and then he hesitated, did not blow. He held the shell up instead and showed it to them, and they understood. The rays of the sun were fanning upward from below the horizon, swung downward to eye level. Ralph looked for a moment at the growing slice of gold that lit them from the right hand and seemed to make speech impossible. The circle of boys before him bristled with hunting spears. He handed the conch to Eric, the nearest of the twins. We've seen the beast with our own eyes. No, we were not asleep. Sam took up the story. By custom now, one conch did for both twins. From their 
substantial unity when it was recognized. It was fury. There was something moving behind its head. Wings. The beast moved, too. That was awful. It kind of sat up. The fire was bright. We just made it up. More sticks on. There, there were eyes, teeth, claws. We ran as fast as we could, bashed into things. The beast followed us. I saw it slinking behind the trees. Nearly touched me. Ralph pointed fearfully at Eric's face, which was striped with scars where the bushes had torn him. How did you do that? Eric felt his face. I'm all rough. Am I bleeding? The circle of boys shrank away in horror. Johnny, yawning still, burst into noisy tears and was slapped by Bill till he choked on them. The bright morning, full of threats, and the circle began to change. It faced out rather than in, and the spears of sharpened wood were like a fence. Jack called them back to the center. This'll be a real hunt. Who'll come? Ralph moved impatiently. These spears are made of wood. Don't be silly. Jack sneered at him. Frightened? Course I'm frightened. Who wouldn't be? He turned to the twins, yearning, but hopeless. I suppose you aren't pulling our legs. The reply was too emphatic for anyone to doubt them. Piggy took the conch. Couldn't we kind of uh, stay here? Maybe the beast won't come near us. For the sense of something watching them, Ralph would have shouted at him. Stay here? And he cramped into this bit of the island, always on the lookout. How should we get our food? And what about the fire? Let's be moving, said Jack relentlessly. We're wasting time. No, we're not. What about the little ones? Sucks to the little ones. Someone's got to look after them. Nobody has so far. There was no need. Now there is. Piggy will look after him. That's right. Keep Piggy out of danger. Have some sense. What can Piggy do with only one eye? The rest of the boys are looking from Jack to Ralph curiously. And, and another thing. You can't have an ordinary hunt because the beast doesn't leave tracks. If it did, you'd have seen him. For all we know, the beast may swing through the trees like, 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 what's his name? They nodded. So we've got to think. Piggy took off his damaged glasses, cleaned the remaining lens. How about us, Ralph? You haven't got the conch. Here. I, I mean, how about us? Suppose the beast comes when you're all away. I, I can't see proper, and... If I get scared, Jack broke in contemptuously. You're always scared. I got the conch. Conch, conch, shouted Jack. We don't need the conch anymore. We know who ought to say things. What good did Simon do speaking, or Bill, or Walter? It's time some people knew they've got to keep quiet and leave deciding things to the rest of us. Ralph 
could no longer ignore his speech. The blood was hot in his cheeks. You haven't got the conk, he said. Sit down. Jack's face went so white the freckles showed his clear brown flecks. He licked his lips and remained standing. This is a hunter's job. The rest of the boys watched intently. Piggy, finding himself uncomfortably embroiled, slid to the conch at Ralph's knees and sat down. The silence grew oppressive and Piggy held his breath. This is more than a hunter's job, said Ralph at last, because you can't track the beast. And don't you want to be rescued? He turned to the assembly. Don't you all want to be rescued? He looked back at Jack. I said before, the fire is the main thing. Now the fire must be out. The old exasperation saved him and gave him the energy to attack. Has anyone got any sense? We've got to relight the fire. You never thought of that, Jack, did you? Or don't any of you want to be rescued? Yes, they wanted to be rescued. No doubt about that. And with a violent swing to Ralph's side, the crisis passed. Piggy let out his breath with a gasp, reached for it again, and failed. He lay against a log, his mouth gapping, blue shadows creeping around his lips. Nobody minded him. Now think, Jack. Is there anywhere on the island you haven't been? Unwillingly, Jack answered. There's only, but of course, you remember, the, the tail end part where the rocks are all piled up. I've been near there. The, the rocks make sort of a bridge. There's only one way up. And the thing might live there. All the assembly talked at once. Quiet, all right, that's where we'll look. If the beast isn't there, we'll go up the mountain and look and light the fire. Let's go. We'll eat first, then go, Ralph paused. We better take spears. Wow, good spot to stop as they get set for more adventure. Lord of the Flies from William Golding, first published back in uh, 1954. Still standing strong today. All right, friends, thank you so much for popping by. I really do appreciate your spending part of your day with me. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday. Be sure and hit that follow button. Join us over on Locals, and I will see you all again tomorrow. <laughs>